Greetings, greetings, greetings. You're now tuned in to No Pork and All Pearls. This is episode six. And tonight's topic will be resurrecting the sleeping soul. Resurrecting the sleeping soul. But before we get started, I want to take a moment to show gratitude to the originators, the ancestors, for laying a phenomenal foundation, leaving us with the sciences to establish abundance, prosperity, evolution of self, mastery of self and the science of love because yes love too is a science and to know love is to know God because he who knows love knows God because God is love so just want to take a moment to just show my gratitude and just my appreciation for the platform that's been provided for me that I may do this podcast where I can spread the truth and share it with those who are seeking seekers and who are looking for it and I just want to thank everyone who's been tuning in and all those who have been spreading the word about the podcast because every week the numbers have grown and um, there are many, many listens now. So I just want to say thank you to everyone who has been diligently putting the word out and I just want to uh, encourage everyone to continue to put the word out and to please share this podcast with those who you think could use it, appreciate it, or be awakened from it, or whatever it is, you know, just spread it, you know, to anyone, you know, anyone that crosses your mind, but I just want to say thank you. Tonight, man, tonight is... Holy Day is the sixth day of the week. Venus Day. Venus rules this day. And it's the day of love. And I'm just feeling so much love. And I also want to reiterate in this past week, we've had yet another celestial event. Um, We just had a thunder moon. And in conjunction with the thunder moon was also a partial lunar eclipse. Now, with this thunder moon, the thunder moon was significant because it symbolized that it was the coming of thunderstorms. It brought thunderstorms with it because not too long after the thunder moon came, the thunderstorms begun. But the thunder is very, very important because the thunder brings forth the sound vibration that the planet needs for 
growth and movement. You know, to get things going, get things popping. You know what I'm saying? And it does that in nature along with the plants, but also it does that with us as humans. You know, that thunder is symbolic that it's time to get things popping, it's time to get some things going. But before you can get things going, there has to be a shaking. Some things need to be shaken up a little bit. And with that lunar eclipse, that partial lunar eclipse, it was also challenging us to look at ourselves and to do a little looking in the mirror and some self-examination. And it's time for us to start preparing and moving and operating the way that we were intended to operate in our divine purpose. Every one of us has a purpose and the universe and the planet is now assisting us to help us to get to where we need to be in order that we can do just that. So this is a very, very powerful time right now. And the message tonight coincides with what's going on in the celestial realm. And when you're dealing with the resurrection of the sleeping soul, there's many things that first has to be asked and answered about the sleeping soul. Like for instance, what is a soul? First of all, like what is a soul? We're gonna talk about that tonight. Why is a soul sleep? Or what causes a soul to go to sleep? We're gonna deal with that. And how do you resurrect a sleeping soul? So, I'm very, very excited to cover that. And hopefully, by the end of this podcast, many of us will have a new level of enlightenment about the powers that we possess within to resurrect that sleeping soul. I know many times I've heard people say, man, if they would just wake up, man, people need to just wake up. I I don't understand why people just won't wake up. You know, I don't know how many of you heard those comments, but uh, I've heard them all the time. I remember when I was first exposed to this information and new to it, I remember I was one of those people who would say things like that too. You know, man, I wish people would just wake up. And mostly it dealt with loved ones and family and friends whom I wanted to share the information with, but you know, they weren't ready to receive it or they were rejecting it. But uh, yeah, you know, we have to really, really look at some things so that we can truly, truly get to the place where we can just do that and resurrect the sleeping soul. So I'm gonna take a brief 
break. And when I return, we're gonna start looking at the different topics that we are gonna deal with on tonight. So stay tuned for No Pork and All Pearls, and we'll be back shortly. to No Pork and All Pearls. And this episode, we are discussing resurrecting the sleeping soul to really understand resurrecting the sleeping soul. We must first take a look at what is a soul. And when I'm saying soul, I'm talking about the soul, S-O-L soul in latin soul is the term used for the sun or for the light and as above so below so just as there is a physical sun that we can visibly see in the outward manifestation there is also an inner sun a sun that is to be experienced in the inner nature and the soul in the inner nature of what I'm speaking of is also the inner light. So it's the inner light of man. And that soul can be translated and understood as the subconscious. Yeah, the subconscious is the inner source of light within. And it's also the source of all power within your reality so when we're talking about the soul I'm referencing the subconscious now what makes this so important is we're talking about resurrecting the sleeping soul so one must ask the question how did the soul become asleep and what makes the soul sleep and as I was speaking in the introduction like many times we look at individuals and we we view them as being unconscious and we view them as being asleep you know many people talk about yeah man they sleeping or this person is asleep but I don't ever hear anyone referencing why the individual is asleep or what makes that individual sleep. And the problem is, is the individual is being under a state of hypnosis of the subconscious or a state of soul sleep. And the clinical term for that is psychoma. You know, like how there is a physical coma. Like, I don't know how many of you have ever went to a hospital and visited someone that was in a coma whereas their physical manifestation body was actually sleep and just in an extended state of sleep or whatever and it was not like they could wake up whenever they wanted to wake up they were just in a constant state of being asleep and sometimes it's a thing called a medically induced coma so sometimes the physicians can actually place an individual in the state of sleep 
Well, same thing has happened with the subconscious of many of us. And many of us are in a psychoma state of the subconscious. And I feel like it's a very, very grave injustice to look at an individual and condemn them for being asleep we're not addressing the issue and their diagnosis of being in a state of psychoma if individuals could be awakened just by just you know maybe giving them a, sh- a shrug or just you know hey man wake up or hey sister you need to wake up if it was that simple then a lot of the issues in the world would be non-existent. However, when you have a people that's in a state of psychoma or hypnosis of the subconscious, we must treat it as such. You know, this is a condition. This is a serious condition. And it's not something to be taken lightly and it's not something to just be so judgmental and to be so harsh on individuals because they will not wake up. So what we have to do is we have to understand this diagnosis and we have to treat the individual as being a patient who is under the the rest of psychoma. Now, since we realizing that, you know, individuals are in a state of soul sleep or subconscious hypnosis, Now, maybe we can have more compassion when we're trying to attend to their condition and trying to awaken them up. You know, it's it's not going to be something as simple as just giving them some good information or, as they say, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink, meaning to guide them in the direction of where good information is. We have to address the condition of the hypnosis of the subconscious and we have to use reverse hypnosis of the subconscious to get to them and it takes work that is the work actually the work is to get to that subconscious level of an individual in order to reawaken the subconscious and to reawaken them the individual to understand their power so that they can take back control of their vessel or their body. And the work is really a distracting of the conscious mind. You know, the subconscious, it's in control of making your um, heart beat, making your hair grow, making your nails grow, you know, your skin, if you get a cut or a scratch on your body, your body's gonna naturally heal itself. It's gonna give you more skin. It's gonna replace that skin that's been damaged. You know? So subconscious is doing its part. You know, it just needs a little bit of assistance as far as getting that conscious mind out of the way. Because the subconscious will work under the suggestion of whatever 
is being told. And most of the time we have a lot of self-talk going on within ourselves. And that self-talk, most of the time is negative talk because the conscious mind is basically trying to be a protector of the subconscious and it's always giving the subconscious all the ill effects or the dangers or the warnings of what possibly could go wrong or what could happen or if you try to do this then this will not work and you know basically the subconscious is just I mean the conscious mind is just going in and just being that worry wart and it's, it's keeping the subconscious working against your best interest as far as you manifesting and creating better and greater realities. It's in defense mode. So in order to counteract this, we have to call upon the power of our God mind or our God conscious, which is our imagination. Our imagination is that infinite foresight of what possibilities could be and the things that we could achieve and the things that we would want that taps into our desires and the things that we strive for and that we would love to see ourselves with or love to see ourselves doing or love to see ourselves being. And these are the things that comes directly from the higher self. But it's being bombarded by the conscious mind and the conscious mind is rejecting everything. It's almost like a a basketball shot blocker. It's almost like a rim protector. The subconscious mind is the rim. And anything that goes into the subconscious is going to manifest. But instead of allowing the things from your imagination to go into that subconscious, that conscious man is rejecting it. Like, boom, get that out of here. Boom, get that out of here. So what we have to do, we have to talk to our conscious mind and distract it. Like as moment as soon as you feel yourself thinking about something negative, you must affirm something positive and believe that you can have what it whatever it is that you desire and whatever it is that you want and start doing something else or thinking about something else, focusing on something else. Something that's completely off subject matter, but do not allow that conscious mind to go in about how you can't do something or how you uh, will not be able to achieve the desire that you want. So many people say, well, how do you do that? You can use music. You can use some type of a exercise or maybe you can write some poetry go write a poem uh you know i know people call the television set the idiot box or something like that but why not put in a lecture or put in some type of a um a movie or something to take your mind off of any negative things that could possibly worry you or bother you you know do something constructive with your mind for me i really like to go take a get a book read or do some type of um exegesis or some type of literature 
go in and just like you know dissect it you know go in hard like get my reference materials out and break down word meanings and you know that's some of the things that I can do and you know whatever it is that you enjoy doing you know go to nature go observe nature look at nature take a hike go swim you know whatever it is that you feel like doing but do not dwell upon any type of negative thoughts don't even entertain it so we must understand psychoma and that is the diagnosis of most individual subconscious and this is the reason why many individuals are unconscious so when I come back from the break we're going to discuss a little further of how can we really start programming that subconscious to work for us and not work against us. But we'll be back shortly with no pork and all pearls. back to no pork and all pearls and we're talking about resurrecting the sleeping soul in our last segment we dealt with understanding psychoma and basically we discussed that psychoma was a hypnosis of the subconscious and basically a state of soul sleep meaning that the soul was um, put to sleep so how can we overcome psychoma what's the remedy like how can we fix the problem since we've identified what the issue is with all the sleeping brothers and sisters that's under this hypnosis of the subconscious that's causing them to live lives that's being sabotaged and them not being able to manifest the things that they truly desire, but basically a self-destruction of their destiny is being adhered to. So how can we overcome that? Well, you find a solution or the remedy in the book of Ephesians and the King James Bible. And basically in Ephesians chapter 5, If you go to verse 8 and you read from verse 8 to 14, that lays out the blueprint for what has to happen in order to overcome psychoma. So I'm going to read that real quick. So in verse 8, it says, For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light. In the Lord, walk as children of light, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them, for it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret, but all things that are reproved are made manifest 
by the light. For whatsoever does make manifest is light. Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. So it starts off in verse 8, and it talks about, you know, how sometimes they were in darkness, or it says ye, meaning you, and it's meaning us. It means that for a period of time, we were in darkness, and being in a state of darkness is also being in a state of ignorance, or also a state of just unconsciousness not knowing but it says now are ye light in the Lord whenever you see the word Lord in the King James Lord is really translated as the law when you see the Lord it means the law so it's saying that you have knowledge of the law or you are abiding by the law and the laws are like the universal laws it's also like the laws of nature the laws of physics the laws of the mind you know sciences of the mind when you're dealing with the laws it's certain things that have to happen like for instance like seed time and harvest whenever you bury a seed or you plant a seed then you must expect to reap a harvest because you plant the seed the seed germinates then the seed starts to sprout so once the seed sprouts in a period of time then you'll reap a harvest so these are laws of nature or laws of science or how things work well the same way that the seed time and harvest law applies to the ground and the soil and the land. It also applies to the seeds that are deposited into your mind and your subconscious mind. So when you use thoughts, which are seeds, and you start to think about something in this planet inside your subconscious mind, it's only a matter of time when these seeds are going to take root and they're going to sprout they're going to germinate then they're going to sprout and then they're going to be made manifest so here in Ephesians verse 9 it was saying that for the fruit of the spirit is in all goodness and righteousness righteousness meaning what's right for us what's right for you what's right for me what's right for us and in truth truth are those things that never pass away then it says in verse 10, it says, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. Lord substitute with law, meaning proving what is acceptable unto the law, meaning like what is good with the law. Like, you know, what is it? What is in agreement with the law? Like, OK, the subconscious received this and it's going to be made manifest and boom everything is good it's like this is what you thought this is what you envisioned this is what's been made manifest boom that's your truth 
that's what's good. But it says, have no fellowship, in verse 11, with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. Meaning, the unfruitful works is that these false evidence that appears real are fear things, things of fear that's that's um, birthed out of fear, like things that are disagreeable with what your true intentions are, like things that's contrary to what it is that you truly want to manifest. Like when these things happen, these things in verse 11, it says you must reprove them, meaning like, okay, if it's something that's challenging what it is that you're trying to do, and you got something that's saying that you can't do it, put it to the test. See if the thing that's saying you can't do it, see if that's the truth, or see is the thing that what you want to have is the truth. Like, you know, reaffirm within yourself that this is what I'm trying to do, this is what I'm trying to accomplish. Like, this is what I want. I want this. Like, for instance, I'm gonna give you an example. Like, okay, um... I want a new job. Well, a voice or something comes in your head and say that you can't get a, a new job because how you gonna pay your um, mortgage? Or you're not gonna be able to make your car notes and how you gonna be able to feed yourself and eat? So that's the negative thing. Then you come back and you respond and you say, well, with this new job that I'm getting ready to do, I'm gonna be able to manifest enough money to pay my mortgage, my car, and I'm gonna be able to eat with this because this career that I'm getting ready to start is gonna be very prosperous and it's gonna bring me an abundance and overflow in my life. And you leave it alone. In verse 12 it says, for it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. Meaning like even to think these things in your mind, negative things like that in your mind, it's a shame because it's gonna cause you to not even be able to manifest what it is you're trying to do. But just because you think of the negative thoughts, it's not gonna work out for you because you're thinking negative. So don't dwell upon those things. Verse 13, it says, but all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light for whatsoever does make manifest is light meaning the things that you manifest from your own subconscious mind are going to be the things that you were supposed to have from the beginning because these are the things you truly desire these are the things that you always wanted these are the things that you were given from your imagination, which is your gift from God, your imagination, to be made manifest upon the physical plane. These things are things that you were supposed to manifest. That's why you had these desires within you, because these are things that you were supposed to make happen. You feel passionate about something, it's because of something that you're supposed to be doing. And once you get these things in your subconscious mind, it's only a matter of time that they will manifest themselves. And when the fear comes in, 
all you have to do is to reprove the thought that you originally and initially had versus that fear. Like, the fear says you can't, you come back and say, but I can. So, reproving it means, like, prove to your subconscious that you can't have this. Yes, I can do it. And then verse 14, it says, Wherefore he says, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead. Now, it says, Thou that sleepest, meaning that psychoma, that state of, of sleep that the subconscious experienced by being under hypnosis or the soul sleep. That's the sleep that it's talking about awake from. Awake from that psychoma. And it says arise from the dead. The dead meaning being stagnant. The dead meaning not being able to manifest or produce any fruit. The dead meaning not being able to live the life that you want to live. And the life that you were supposed to live. And the life that you are destined to live. The life that you could be designing right now. It says wake up, wake up from that. Arise from the dead. And it says in Christ. Christ meaning your consciousness. Your consciousness shall give thee the light. Meaning that consciousness within you is going to show you what it is that you should be doing. And it's going to make it happen for you. It's going to give you all the instructions you need. It's going to give you all the directions you need. Because it's going to make it happen for you. So this is the way that you overcome the psychoma. The psychoma, the hypnosis of the subconscious has to be reproved like you have to come back in and you have to re-hypnotize yourself or you have to reverse hypnotize yourself from all the negative thoughts from all the negative suggestions from all the people negative people that said you can't do something or told you that that you'll never be anything or that your dreams are way too big or unrealistic or get for real or you really think you can do that? Yes, I can. I am that I am. <laughs> and it's simple as that. So you have to reprove all those negative thoughts within your subconscious and you have to reaffirm in yourself that yes I can do this yes I can have this and yes I will have this and yes I am this I am becoming you first get it in your mind and then you'll see it on the physical plane so you get it in your mind first and then you will be witnessing the manifestation of it so this is how you resurrect the sleeping soul really hope that this episode tonight helps someone you know just to really understand that our brothers and sisters that are under this deep hypnosis we can't be mad at them and we can't continue to take our uh i don't want to say anger but our displeasure with their unconsciousness and we can't ridicule them and we can't think that we can like try to make somebody wake up just by providing information to them or just leading them to the water or guiding them we gotta actually help to reprogram their subconscious mind you know we gotta help for I think they said for every 
one negative command that someone gives to someone, you have to reaffirm within within them 16 times to override that one negative affirmation. So for every one negative affirmation, you got to give them 16 positive ones. So start subliminally reprogramming people by telling them how awesome they are. Like when you see people and you come across them, tell people that they are uh, intelligent or you're so wise or you are so amazing, you're so awesome. Whatever it is that you could think of, you got to see the good in the individual. You got to see their potential. See them as they could be and not as they are at the present moment. And you manifest that upon them. You start manifesting that within these people. It could be family members. It could be friends. It can be enemies. It can be whomever it is. And I say enemies because one of the best ways to eliminate an enemy is to make a friend out of them. So, you know, you do something kind to someone, not because, you know, you're trying to get something from them, but you do something kind because that's the way that you should greet your brothers and your sisters. And I promise you, the laws of the universe for every kind of action you give to someone, a kind action will be given back to you. So practice that. Practice being the individual that brings forth change, that manifests change, that puts an end to this psychoma of so many individuals that's out there that's hypnotized in the subconscious mind, you know, that soul is asleep. You know, let's help resurrect some souls, some sleeping souls. So, hope this was an inspiration to someone, and I hope this helped someone, and I hope that, you know, you will pass the word and that this podcast will be spread out amongst the masses and maybe we can stop you know so many people being ridiculed and I guess I don't want to say bullied but I feel like it's a, a form of bullying you know like a lot of times when we kind of like look down on individuals because they're not conscious or they're not awake or they're doing foolish things or they're not acting in their proper person you know we have to understand the condition of the people and what what has happened to them and just start being physicians and we need to start bringing forth remedies and we need to start doing things to work light you know it's been a lot of darkness that's been in play and it's a lot of people that's living in darkness but if we are the light that we claim to be then we have to prove our light and the way that we prove our light is by manifesting light amongst the people so tune in again next week when I'll bring another message on my podcast and next week's message we're going to be dealing with love (laughs) so tell somebody pass the word we're going to talk about love in the next podcast 
because that's what the world is in need of is love so we're going to discuss love in the next podcast but until then i just want to say peace and blessings and shalom